For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Newsy day here in the state, thanks to... Whoa! Wait a minute, Bo. It's back. You shaved your head. Yeah, like two months ago. But I haven't seen you like in two months. Has it really been that long? Yeah, I because so. you, you've been... You been, A, you were on your You've been all over. You were on your yeah, I did take a world tour. You're right. Okay. And then the last couple times, because you're a busy man, we get it. It's either been on the phone. We haven't done the video. So I have not... Last time I saw you, you had hair on your head. Yeah, no, I came back home, man. You know what I mean? Came back home. Okay, all right. Well, as you can see, I'm not. I'm considering it for real. You're on the for way. Real. Oh, although for real, for real. I unless Joe can have, like, give me a transplant of that, there's no way it's ever really coming. No, but what you're not gonna do is deprive me of the sight of you at like 60 with that cul-de-sac. <laughs> like I want to, I want to see you become that guy, like still going to play video games. <laughs> And all and all of that stuff, right? Like, oh no, 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 that, no, 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 no! What you want? What you want is to me. You want me to go visit my guys at nice price with that cul-de-sac uh, and still trying to be hip. Like, oh, yes. I'm getting this new release today. What did Taylor Swift? Yeah. Taylor Swift. Today? Taylor Swift put out something new. I'll just I'll just say this though: once you do get the full cul-de-sac, whatever you do, don't you ever wear no windbreaker. Um, <laughs> That's gonna that's gonna give a lot of signals that you don't necessarily want. Like you just gotta you gotta take windbreakers completely out of the arsenal. That's a valid point. Or I moved to Boca, so I moved back. All right, um, the Panthers had to do it, right? They had to do this with Christian McCaffrey. They got a second, a third, and a fourth this upcoming season, this upcoming draft, and then a fifth in the twenty twenty four. So it's interesting on two fronts. One, I think the Panthers had to do it for a true reset, and then the Forty ers I guess, see, they got a window and they're just adding another playmaker. Yeah, I, the reason I was surprised by this is that the whole Shanahan system, and this is going back to the elder Shanahan, really hinged on the idea that you could put anybody back there yeah. and you could go out there and make it happen, right? From Terrell Davis, six-round pick, to Mike Anderson. Like, you know, that was the idea is that that was part of what made this attractive is that you didn't really have to spend any money on running backs. So I was surprised that they gave up capital to get a running back that they were going to have to give as much money to as at least I'm presuming they're going to have to um, give to McCaffrey. That surprised me. Problem is, unless McCaffrey is a quarterback, the problem is still the problem. So I think they'll be able to do some pretty nifty things, but they still have a quarterback who occasionally in Super Bowls closes his eyes and throws interceptions. I Do I have to do the rest of the show? I had a good thought today. I was smart today. Yeah. Do I have to do the rest of the show? <laughs> That was my thought from before. I'm so proud of myself right now that I actually <laughs> had a thought that you that you had. So you're the smartest person I know. So other than my aunt Joe, I got so I, got I mean, I don't. I, I why do I have to continue? Oh, are you just gonna step out? You're good. I mean, I probably yeah. should, yeah, right? It's not gonna get any better for me, is it? No, Ever? No, probably not. No, probably not. Probably I have no not. chance. Um, moving on to other issues. Was. Maybe I'm reading too much into this. Was it a coincidence that Jim Ursay, Colts owner, 
was the one who went to the cameras and said, yeah, yeah, Dan Snyder probably needs to be looked at. We probably need to get rid of it. This is coming after the ESPN report that, hey, Dan Snyder might have some dirt on people. Here's a man in Jim Ursay that his stuff is played out publicly. I mean, he had a bag of cash in the back of his car for some personal issues he had to work through. It almost felt like those, what dirt do you have, Dan? What dirt could you possibly have? Well, that was my thought, is that the question, it wasn't a coincidence, no. Um, was it Jim Ursay's idea? That's where this gets to be a bit more ambiguous. I'm actually inclined to believe that it was his idea. Okay. And my thought was the same as yours, which is, how are you going to expose me, dog? The thing about it is, how are you going to expose any of these cats? They're bulletproof, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the only place that you can expose these cats is to their wives and children, mm -hmm. right? Like, that's the place where you can get them. But in terms of the public, we've decided we're just going to let these people slide, and we've come to the conclusion that there's nothing we can really do about it. And see, that's the thing to me that's so bananas when you start talking about um, Dan Snyder, which is, dude, we have demonstrated how much we are willing to let slide from NFL owners, owners in general, and they're coming for you. That's how beyond the pale you are. As you say, do you think they have the ability to go after him? You know, we, we've seen this in the NBA. I mean, the I mean, the Donald Sterling Bar was. I mean, they had they we had decades of evidence, and I know we have a lot of evidence with Daniel Snyder. But do you think Roger Goodell will now kind of circle the wagons and go after him? Um, I think it is possible that it can happen. I think the owners would prefer to not have to put themselves out there with a vote to do it. Um, but yeah, because the thing that the Clippers have in common with the now commandos is they're two greatly underperforming assets. Like the idea that they build a stadium with 90,000 seats that opened, I think, in 1997 with a reasonable presumption that they could fill that stadium up. They now only sell 64,000 seats per game in a market that size. Like that is damning and indifference literally that they removed have to that seats team. from the upper deck mm -hmm. right yes. <laughs> like, like the the indifference that they have toward that team in a top 10 market in a football mad country is bananas and they want to get that right there out of there and you can get 24 out of 30 um voters to say we're not on board with that guy owning that team Bomani jones espn right time is the podcast game theory on hbo uh, you saw the story where the fan won a 50-50 raffle and the check bounced from the foundation. <laughs> you saw that, right? I did not see yeah, that. From Washington, yeah. This is, so this is Washington. You know, uh, Apparently the payout was nearly $30,000, but it was a sheer drop. It was less than half of it – was, it was more than half of what it was two years ago. Like basically this idea that nobody's going. The 50-50 raffles have diminished in their value because nobody's buying it and nobody's going. But the dude – had his check bounced by the organization and then he put three thousand dollars you know the, you know they give you the money the funds up front right the way the story goes he put three thousand dollars in savings put that away for tax purposes right because he knew he was going to get taxed so when they realized there weren't funds the bank wanted the money back so they took it from checking and it hit him with an overdraft so he got double screwed by dan snyder in this particular case there is nothing worse than whether someone wittingly or otherwise gives you a bad check, mm -hmm. right? There's nothing worse because you assume the check is money. You put the check in, you take a little bit of money out off of the check, 
because the check is money. And the next thing you know, that negative sign is there and you can't figure out what happened. It's because somebody yanked 30 G's from you. Like in this case, <laughs> you put 30 G's in check and you're not keeping 30 G's in check. No, and no matter no. who you are, either no. you're going to blow it, you're going to transfer it, whatever it is. Bad checks, like, it's a reason people get shot behind bad checks. Like, it's a reason why they put your face on the cash register. It's just a horrible inconvenience. Selfishly, Bo, you're in New York and... I'm trying to come to grips with the Yankees and Astros series. Give me a, give me a little bit of the vibe check there in the city for the Yankees down now down o two. Oh man, I mean, I heard a lot more noise about the Mets blowing it than I'm hearing okay. about the Yankees yeah. being down o yeah. two. Right, we'll see what it looks like. You know, bringing this back if they go down o three, then it's just you know, then you're going to wind up here and get all over. That's but, a full on Aaron Judge Mets... apocalypse coming next, though, right? I mean, yeah, it's going to be so. That's got to be the big story the... there. Come on, yeah, when he gets the biggest contract <laughs> ever after a not so great postseason, it's going to be really awkward, and he better hit sixty five next time. So he could be the true home run king again. You think the he'll true home? Run <laughs> he is. You think he'll get it from the Mets or the Yankees? Oh, you'll get it from the Yankees. Let okay. me tell you, you can't let him go no. to the Mets. And if we're going to be honest about this, if you're Aaron Judge, you can't go to the Mets. Like, like this is this is. Has anybody ever done that? Like, I just don't think you can do that. Yeah, that would be that. That would yeah, that would be a bad idea. But the, the, the Mets game. have not had an owner like that before to well, make no. that type of move. That would be kind of like a little bit of a needle like that. Yeah, well, I mean, so the Cohen thing is fascinating because this is a guy with his own skeletons, right? But they don't care because he's given an air of competence to the Mets for the first yeah. time, literally ever, okay? And he's got all the money in the world and he's willing to trick it off. And so, yes, I do think he's willing to put a contract in front of Aaron Judge that would be just so astronomical that it would be impossible to pass up on. The Yankees are being far more financially uh, prudent than they were under the previous uh, Steinbrenner. Yeah. I I see the situation that's there. If I'm judged, though, I just feel like I'm setting myself up for a miserable life mm -hmm. if I do that. I also feel I like could he, be wrong. I also feel like he does like his teammates. Like, yeah, from from afar, and, it doesn't look like he's a. Uh, he doesn't look like Russell Wilson. It does look like people actually yeah. like him. And unless he's trying to like literally buy a team. The difference in your actual lifestyle between those two deals is probably going to be non-existent. Right. Speaking of Russell Wilson, how's this end in Denver, man? I don't know. So the first question is, do you think he's finished? Right? Like, yeah. that is... And it would not be the first time we've seen somebody end up finished when you didn't realize it until it was like, oh my God, he's done, right? Sure. Like Donovan McNabb, that happened with right and i was and the thing i said about russell wilson when they made that trade was i don't know if i want the 33 year old guy who's taking 45 sacks a year like, like I, i've always wondered when that was going to wind up coming home to roost mm -hmm. so the thing that's so wild to me is i've just never seen people across the board just feel so comfortable taking personal shots at somebody right like i don't like we always talk about what a like when a coach loses a locker room this mm -hmm. is the first time i've ever had to hypothesize whether a quarterback lost the locker room because football players generally don't believe they have the leeway to get like if, if the quarterback lost the locker room you get a whole new locker room like that's typically how it goes he doesn't seem to have any corner of this that's his mm -hmm. and i just i i've never seen anything happen like this before so i don't know but i know this They'll have a new head coach next year. Yeah. If they like, if they are bad this year, they have no choice but to fire the head coach because you're already in 
on Russ. You're going to have to go and find somebody to figure out how to make it work with him. Have you ever had to go through somebody's manager that was a friend of yours? No, yes, Bo. but to be fair, no? no, I've never had, I've never seen anybody through a manager that I was cool with. Not but, you. I'm saying, has anyone else been like, Hey, I, nah, I'll talk to you, yeah. but you got to go Cause, talk cause to apparently, no, 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 no. nobody at ESPN has an ego that big. Well, the one question that I do have about that is, no, 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 it I don't know. Sound, I, I'm calling it, BS on that one, Bo. You ain't even heard what I'm about to say. All right. <laughs> okay. How cool were Russell Wilson and Richard Sherman ever in the first place? Never. Right? Yeah. Okay. So if you're Russell Wilson and now all of a sudden Richard Sherman, guy you're not cool with, is trying to hit you up, mm -hmm. right? What is he hitting you up about, right? Because if you do want to talk to me about something that's business related, I will send you through somebody because that way you actually get on the calendar, right? But this is not an old friend trying to get up with Russell Wilson. Yeah. It's a dude who used to know him. No, Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch apparently in the same don't, boat too. Don't forget. Yeah, but, but I but I ask you again, how friendly are these oh. people, or were these people? Now, to me, you're, am, you're you're glossing over the Weeby Clubbing picture that Russ went out. Remember, he wore like a Bo oh, Jackson right. jersey or a Raiders two tone jersey, and he thought right. he was hard. Like, come no. on. Come but on. I, but I'm saying, but the only thing I'm saying on that is, I would like it was a bad look when I read about it, and I could see how it was a bad look in all of those things. But I also recognize that there has been a turn on Russell Wilson that is strange to watch for a dude that hadn't really done anything to anybody. I've never and I seen think that's what Lynch was like kind of saying. I think Lynch was yeah. like, yeah, I'd like to reach out to him because he, like people are really turned on him. Well, the way that they have, but he has to that's what the, that's the way I took it from the podcast. Yeah, I did, I did also. Yeah, like, hey, I'd like to reach out to him and talk, just just check in on him, see how he's right. doing. But, but it's a it. reason. Why, but there's a reason, and I don't know what it is. It's a reason why they didn't have his phone number, right? Like, sure. like it doesn't sound like these guys actually have his phone number, sure. right? Because that's Russ. Yeah, I mean, you, you, we've never seen this before because, as we experienced here, you experienced it when you were in this market. They broke the mold with Russ, man. Like yeah. he he is he clearly has manifested in his mind the type of person he wants to be or how he wants to present himself and be this superstar, Mister Unlimited. Um, it might not vibe with people in the NFL. He clearly looks like he has separated ah, when himself. when you don't have the results. When I, you don't I, but have, I would the results. even argue that he is so now far removed. Before. Yeah, even before. Like the, like but I guess he had the cachet before. with Seattle. In terms of yeah. the backlash now yeah. is because you're so bad in prime time. Yeah, it's, it's happened in prime time every it's week. Also, yeah. but it's also happened now that he's more famous than he's ever been. And yeah. I think something that is easy to undersell is how much more famous an athlete in general, but a football player in particular, becomes when he is in a relationship with a real live famous person. Like there's levels to this, and so. You go on your news apps and algorithms and stuff like that, you're going to get more Russell Wilson content than you would have gotten before he met Sierra because yep. now he trips over into something else that then blasts the stories out. Like, I couldn't believe how many, like on Apple News, I had to tell them they gave me a Russell Wilson topic. And I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want this. Right. But I was stunned by how many people were writing just columns of, hey, this is why you don't sign a quarterback. Oh, this is the, oh, don't say let's ride again. Oh, don't ever do this. I've just never seen a level, like, there's an aggression to this simply because you don't like them yeah. like it isn't even really about the football it's just you don't like them and it's wild because i didn't know y'all didn't like them it's the og alongside joe Gilio. i'm joe with bomani jones right time is the podcast 
Game Theory, HBO. Bo, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. All right, man. You guys be good. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Opius. Dennis Cox is the producer of this program. Christian McCaffrey traded to the San Francisco 49ers overnight. Why it was the right thing to do. Canes lost last night, but the quest to win a bunch of games still continues. Plus, we'll give you Victoria's MMA Minute. Let's log on to the internet, shall we? What's Trending brought to you by GEICO. Got a number of ways that you can save on car insurance. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Go online at geico.com or stop by the GEICO office nearest you. Let's get it. Deep breaths, Joe. Deep, deep breaths. The Astros (laughs) beat the Yankees again. Last night, Alex Bregman hit a three-run shot. They win three to two. Aaron Judge had a oh so close oh so close moment in the eighth inning where it looked like he was going to hit a two-run home run and instead it was a long long out i have a bad bad feeling the astros are going to win the world series you kind of knew this was going to happen though right i did i hedged it in the middle of the summer the number's not very good but Mm -hmm. it's still it's like this was a really good season for the Yankees. Like, they had a legitimate look at it. They did. But what's going to be the... But the Astros are just... Like, you look at the Astros lineup, they're just better. They're better, and also some of the same Yankees issues... have bigger stars, but some of, stars but don't that's, always win. That's some of the issue for the Yankees. They've got some star power. They've always had star power. Yes. But what do we know about this time? Do they have a Justin Verlander that can go out there and still find ways to get well, it done? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they have an ace. I mean, they have Garrett Cole. They just... A to Z, they don't have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, the Astros, you look at that lineup, you're like, oh, they, they're not that good. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait a second. That guy's really good. Next up. Damn it. One of the four, all of the four, or half of the four. Well, the Carolina Carolina Hurricanes are not going 82-0 and this season. They were in Edmonton last night. They lose 6-4. to But, hey, Andrei Svechnikov had a hat trick, right? Svechnikov, after the game, I think, had it right. He's like, yeah, I mean, you have a hat trick, you score four goals, you should probably win the game. Uh, but no, 6-4 was the final last night. So now it's the quest for 81-1 and for the Carolina Hurricanes. I think a lot of people forget that Edmonton had an absolute bonkers series with the Colorado Avalanche last year in the Western Conference playoffs. Like that, mm-hmm. that series was unbelievable up and down because they have stacks on stacks when it comes to talent the Oilers do. Not the deepest team in the history of the world, but their top-end guys are straight-up dudes. But it's a game. It's the regular season, and you'll hear me say this a lot throughout the regular season for the Carolina Hurricanes. Believe what Rod Brindamore is telling you about process. They could win games and still not be happy with the process. They could lose games and be happy with the way that they played. Um, They weren't going to go unbeaten. We were just having a little fun with that. Stay healthy. Stick with the process, and then we'll check back in in the postseason. But as far as the nitty-gritty of last night's concerned, 
Adam Gold, two minutes. All right, boys, I got two minutes because the Canes probably weren't going undefeated anyway. Too many mistakes, an off night for Freddie Anderson, some very suspect calls both ways, honestly, and they led to a power play explosion that was better for Edmonton than it was for the Hurricanes. But we have great. Andre Svechnikov is en fuego. Get it up for Svechnikov. He's got a scene. Sorry, I didn't know how to say on fire in Russian. Good. Kane scored twice in the power play. Svech and a nifty give and go with Ajo and Natchez. Bad. I'm not really sure what Freddie Anderson was doing here. Anderson comes out of that danger zone. He gets caught there. Puck still loose empty net. They'll score. Ryan Nugent Hopkins taking advantage of the loose play from Frederick Anderson. Came out to play the puck, but couldn't touch it in the trapezoid. And uh, uh, expletive deleted. That's all I have to say about that. I don't know what Freddie was doing. Also bad, both teams probably could have used Dysart Willis to come to their defense for some pretty suspect penalties. Good. There's more good. Jalen Chatfield got last night's Dysart Willis defensive play of the game, and he has been noticeably good on defense, albeit in limited ice time, but I've liked everything I have seen. Bad, Canes lose 6-4. It's on to Calgary. That's Adam Gold. That's two minutes. You can get more in the Canes Corner podcast, Morning After Pod, wherever you get your podcasts. Next up. The Thursday night game was actually good last night? Whoa. What? (laughs) After there were 82 total points in the previous three weeks combined. It's brutal, man. We got 76 last night between the Saints and the Cardinals. The Cardinals Cardinals scored not one, but two pick six defensive touchdowns against the Red Rifle. Andy Dalton to steal it out. 42-34. Who says Cliff Kingsbury can't coach? Draw up those pick sixes. There was a game last night? I thought that was just a vehicle for Taylor Swift to drop a music video on everybody. I walked into that one, didn't I? What? Not a Swifty? Look, man. You got to do what you got to do to maximize your investments and get as many eyeballs as possible. Disney's done this with Monday Night Football. You'll remember for certain Monday Night Footballs. (laughs) Monday Night Footballs? I guess I just made that a thing. Those two. They would debut a new trailer for a Star Wars. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. What I loved about those instances were all the people that were unfamiliar with the NFL product sitting around waiting for the trailer. So you started to search Monday Night Football, Star Wars, and all these people who've never watched football before going, what What does this mean? What does that mean? Why is you people watch this and usually it's like a terrible game. Like people actually spend their time watching this crap. Where is my Star Wars trailer? And eventually they give it to you. I have a feeling 
that maybe Cliff Kingsbury won over some new people that have never watched football before going, oh, who's that handsome man on the sideline? Is he somebody that Taylor Swift has sung about on Midnight's? Is this all tied together? No. No, no. It has everything to do with one of those actors. Not not him. Next up. Number two. UFC 280, I've been told, is this weekend. Victoria, who produces the Adam Gold Show, she's mild-mannered, very pleasant, but all of a sudden... When MMA is discussed and there's a U- UFC pay-per-view, she transforms into the hardest of hardcore. And here is Victoria's MMA Minute. Tomorrow night is a night many of us MMA fans have been waiting for since the day this fight card was announced. Five fights may have been canceled, whether it be not making weight or for whatever other reason, but there are still 12 intense matchups getting prepared for another appearance in the octagon. UFC 280 is taking place in Abu Dhabi, so the prelims will be starting at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but what a way to start a Saturday with a little brunch and punch action. Jumping to the main card, the lineup that had everyone talking Twitter in a tailspin so many predictions so much money on the line and a ton of excitement to see absolute brawlers under the lights and in the cage now bantamweight fights are more times than not complete and utter madness warriors in this class are quick fast and have what seems to be a never-ending supply of energy first in the top two matchups we have Sugar Shane O'Malley versus Piotr Jan now Jan is a favorite but O'Malley is unpredictable the possibility Possibilities of this being an upset are high, but the probability of it being a very entertaining fight is also high. Next up in the co-main event, and not without plenty of shade, TJ Dillashaw is back after another title, preceding some hiccups, one could say, with substances and cheating scandals. However, his opponent, who holds the belt currently, will not be going down without a fight. Aljamain Sterling has shown he holds the title for a reason, but this W will not come easy for either. And last but certainly not least, our main event is a light heavyweight matchup between Islam Makashev and Charles Oliveira. This, ladies and gentlemen, could be the fight of the year. As soon as Bruce Buffer announces we are live and the ref says fight, Islam will work to put Oliveira on the ground and Oliveira is going to go off like a bomb. Do not be surprised if this fight ends in the first round or goes all five because depending on who wants it more and plays the smartest, it could go either way. But there's one thing that's certain in all of this. UFC 280 has had us on the edge of our seats in anticipation, but will leave us wanting more. That's Victoria. That's the MMA Minute. You can watch Victoria give the MMA Minute on our YouTube page. Go check it out. Just search 99.9 The Fan on YouTube. I think the kids say, smash the subscribe button. Is that what the kids say? Yeah. Next up. The number one story of the day. We're number one. We're number one. The Carolina Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Panthers did it. They traded Christian McCaffrey. Why that was the right thing to do. Next. 
More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. A lot of speculation this week. Really hit a fever pitch yesterday around Bank of America Stadium. People were just having jokes about, like, I can confirm that Christian McCaffrey is going to have dinner tonight. You know, people were making all sorts of jokes. Christian McCaffrey used the bathroom. But for real, for real, it happened. He was traded by the San Francisco 49ers. Here is Adam Schefter on the hall. A second, a third, a fourth in this upcoming draft, and then a fifth-round pick in the 2024 draft. Some Panthers fans are upset that a first-round pick was not in the cards, but as Schefter laid out, given a lot of circumstances, the Panthers were never getting a first-round pick. On the one hand, I don't think they were ever going to get a first-round draft pick. No teams are surrendering first-round draft picks for running backs in this day and age. Not when you look also at the crop of free agent running backs this upcoming winter. It's a very deep class. The upcoming draft class of running backs and the performance of running backs in recent years. So when you're not going to get a first, you then focus on quantity and quality both and they figured that there would be strength in numbers so they get the four picks back they get a two a three a four a five and 24 and keep in mind that the 49ers had extra picks from losing robert sala to the new york jets and from losing mike mcdaniel to the miami dolphins and from losing martin mayhew to the washington commanders so the 49ers had six bonus third round picks spread over years in part that helped fund this trade for Christian McCaffrey that they agreed to tonight. That's Adam Schefter on ESPN uh, when the news broke last night that Christian McCaffrey was getting traded to the 49ers. So, Gilio, this is two separate conversations. There's the, the San Francisco 49ers adding new toys, new weapons for Jimmy Garoppolo, who a lot of people have very extreme opinions on. I don't have any problems with Jimmy Garoppolo, He's not an elite-level quarterback, but he is somebody that can put you in position to win. Now the question is, can Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuels, that defense, take him over the top, or we're just going to have more jokes? Here's a five-yard pass sure. to Christian McCaffrey. I, I love that John Lynch did the same exact thing that I did this week, and he looked at the NFC standings and said, all right, who's going to win this thing? Yep. Washed up Tommy Brady in his avocado pits and his roll-on you know, sprays? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Probably not. Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to, you know, a, a mop in a bucket? No. Why not us? So they make a deal. I like the deal for them with the extra picks. I like the deal for the Panthers because you got someone to take that contract mm -hmm. at a position that does not have the value that the Panthers paid Christian McCaffrey, and that cannot be understated. The mistake the Panthers made was giving McCaffrey the deal that they did. Okay, mm, it is. Uh, I'll well, disagree with that. But, but you okay. saw the injuries, and that's yeah. why you don't do it. Yeah. 
because you can get a running back. They're replaceable. I, I always felt that Christian McCaffrey was worth that contract because he was more at than... At the level, if he stayed at that level, well, you can't predict him to stay at that you level. You can't predict the injuries. I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but where I will disagree is that he was worth the contract because if Christian McCaffrey was used properly on a team that actually understood its window... He was much more than just a between-the-tackles running yeah. back. Those guys are easily replaceable. Sure. But guys like Christian McCaffrey, a Saquon Barkley, and Ezekiel Elliott. You, you watch. They won't get the deal. They won't get. They didn't get the deal that he plus, did, and they won't get the plus deal Plus, the, the deal when they, when they knocked it out would have actually been pretty good had Christian McCaffrey actually panned out without the injuries. But obviously that wasn't the case. So to your point about the fact that they found somebody to take the rest of that contract, yes, that is a win for the Carolina Panthers. But to your point about the nfc here's kyle shanahan the head coach of the san francisco 49ers he's on uh, on knbr i forgot over on the west coast it's not w it's k knbr their sports talk radio station and he's explaining about giving up that second third fourth pick in this year's draft and then that fifth round pick in the 2024 draft and be very very aware listen very very closely about windows and how draft picks may or may not pan out you look at the history of those, no matter really any team, um, whether it's our history or whether it's any other team's history, and um, the chances that each one of those picks becoming a true a player that you know you want a second contract for or a player has a chance to be a Pro Bowl player um, are, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there, but I'm guessing less than 25%. Um, at least. Um, and so you look at all those and you can spend three picks in the second, third and fourth. You even look into top 10 picks over the history and it's less than 50%. Um, so you have all these things that, yeah, they're great commodities. It's great to have these draft picks and stuff. That's how you build your team. That's, that's how we build our team here um, is through the draft. But when you know you have a guaranteed guy, and you don't have to worry about taking three picks, hoping that one of them can come the shot. You just go get that guy. That's something that I feel you never look back on. It's rare that you can get those opportunities. And, yeah, there's injuries and stuff that go into it, but that's the same as draft picks too. So that's Kyle Shanahan explaining, hey, look, let's just go ahead and do this. We have a chance to get Christian McCaffrey. He can help us win right now. Uh, not too dissimilar to the Rams selling out and trying to win a Super Bowl, which they did. Apparently, the Rams were also in consideration for a trade for yeah, Christian McCaffrey. I'm fascinated now what that could have included because we know the Rams don't have any draft. Not, not sure. <laughs> but I wanted to focus on what Kyle Shanahan said about the hit rate on draft picks. The, the Panthers had to replenish their draft because they made the mistake of adding Sam Darnold, which was a dumb trade to begin with, and you gave up at, assets. At that price. At that price and what you gave up. Yeah. So... That was already a mistake, and then they doubled down on the mistake early in that season last year, when they felt like, "Hey, man, we're winning with Sam Darnold. Let's 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 shore up the defense. Let's make some moves." And whether you think they gave up, they didn't give up that much. It was worth taking a flyer on. Uh, what was it, Stephon Gilmore, well, C.J. Henderson? C.J. Henderson. They gave up a decent asset. For so the, all those things considered. I still felt like it was a mistake because either you are in rebuild mode or you're in playoff win now mode, and they were incorrect. They were incorrect last year when they thought that they could start winning now. They were premature with that. They were impatient. And that's my concern going forward. It's good that you're hitting the reset button. It needed to happen. Not only did you hit the reset button by firing Matt Rule, but you're also hitting the reset button by trading off assets and getting what you can. And Christian McCaffrey was the biggest one you had to help you win the draft. Now what? 
are you actually going to follow through on a plan that you said you were going to do when you brought in Teddy Bridgewater and then got impatient? Are you actually going to give serious consideration to building around a future franchise quarterback? As hard as that might be, but actually drafting yeah, I, the next guy? I think you have a light at the end of the tunnel here. Maybe. I, I, I really do. Because if you if you bottom out the way that they are right now, you get number the number one or number two pick, you're going to get a franchise quarterback in the draft. Or, or at least a crack at one. And you haven't had a crack at one since Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And that that puts you so far ahead of everything else. Now, this is the part where you can go back and say, hey, you know what? Matt Rule, some of those defensive guys you picked do have value. So it's not a complete rebuild. I do like DJ Moore. I don't know what they're doing with him this year. And now you use these the 2-3-4. The That's where you get a little scratch-off action. That's where you get a, a Brees Hall who the Jets used their extra second-round pick on that they acquired for Sam Darnold. That's where you get a running back. That's where you get a slot receiver or a different receiver. Not only that now, you have a $12 million cap space. If you want to sign a free agent to go who wants to play with with C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, guess what? You can do it. So on many levels, it's a win for the Panthers. But to your point, you still have to follow through on the execution of it. Through. You and, still do. And that would be my concern if I'm a Panthers fan because David Tepper has not earned the benefit of the doubt. The whole honeymoon of a new owner, you're not Jerry Richardson, you've got this quirky personality, you got brass balls on the table. Everything that we've seen out of David Tepper so far is, I'm a rich guy, therefore I know what I'm doing. No, no. There was, as bad as, as, bad as David Tepper's press conference was after they fired Dave, Matt Rule, there was one moment of brevity, one, when he said, look, I'm learning. I've made mistakes. Now we're going to correct some things, including how much he gave, how much autonomy he gave to a head coach that didn't know anything in Matt Rule, how much he's going to invest in the football people, not just Scott Fitterer, who knows what his future is with the Carolina Panthers, and obviously who they hire to be their well, next there you head go. football coach. And that's where it's a copycat league comes in handy. Yes. Right? Nick Sirianni, a nobody who was an assistant coach, good at drawing up plays, is now tearing it up with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel, a nobody who's good at drawing up plays, is now tearing it up with the Miami Dolphins. It's a copycat league, and that's the best part for the Panthers. You're in that part of the cycle where David Tepper went out on his own, felt great about hiring Matt Rule. Nobody knows why, but he did. And so if he's truly, if he's going to be true to his word and you said he learned from his mistakes, now you do the football thing and you go, what? It's a copycat league. We need to find the next Mike McDaniel. We need to find the next Nick Sirianni. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying they're going to get that person. No. But you are at least ahead of where you were in the post-Ron Rivera era because of that draft pick you're now staring at and because of this quarterback class. When they took Derek Brown with the eighth pick, I didn't hate what they did because I didn't think it was a good quarterback class. Well, it's turning out to be correct. It wasn't a good quarterback class. They shouldn't have taken somebody at number eight. When they didn't when they took JC Horn, Jace Horn, however he says his first name, I thought to myself, I don't love it. it doesn't feel like a position of need to me. But they evaluate their evaluation of Justin Fields was such that he wasn't that pick. Their evaluation was such that Mac Jones wasn't that pick. All right, maybe that evaluation was correct. We'll see. I'm telling you, though, next year, you got to get it right, just as they did with Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I will give them full credit for what they did with Cam Newton because at the time, history, we can't retcon history. People think Cam Newton was a slam dunk number one overall pick. He was not. He was not. Okay? 
But when he came in and he tore it up, it was like, oh, wow, yeah, you did the right thing. No, you did because you you had Brian, you had uh, Jimmy Clausen and, you know, the, yeah, I mean, the sisters of the poor playing quarterback for you. But I mean, Wasn't playing Gabbard on the cover of SI with Cam Newton with the most difficult choice? It wasn't that. No, no but what I'm saying, though, is at the time, yeah. this is this is really before Russ. Mm-hmm. This is before read option quarterbacks were given a chance in the NFL. Yeah. And, yes, Cam Newton is a physical specimen. Please don't get me wrong. But there was still this idea of, well, you can't you can't take a running quarterback with the first overall pick. Can't do that. And they did. And, and they did. They and guess their... what? He threw for you know he was, he was a pretty good quarterback. He was an MVP and they dragged their ass to a Super Bowl. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info/sps. Your journey begins here.